Good afternoon, fellow Big Sounders. Welcome to day two of Big Sound 2019. It's Neil here from the Green Room Podcast, and we are inside the Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. Today, we have another massive episode. I'm chatting with these New South Wales, St. Lane, P Unique, Baker's Eddie, and Bad Dreams. If you missed episode one of the podcast, head to themusic.com.au. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can check it out. Here is day two. All right, welcome back to The Green Room with Neil Griffiths here at Big Sound 2019 inside Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. And that's with a Y. That's with a Y. It's not tripe. That's I've heard that a lot. Said, yeah. Well, but, um, if those sultry voices are unfamiliar to you, it is these New South Wales, or three of them, Jamie, Todd and Frankie. Welcome to the podcast, my thank friends. Thank you. Uh, First time on a podcast. Frank, crack really? a drink. First time. <laughs> no, actually, as a band, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You should have done the mm. drink into the yeah. mic more because it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on it. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good start. What did, what did you say? I what said did... it's our first time as a band on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, it's exciting mm. for me. I mean, I have to say I'm a little disappointed because you guys are known for wearing lack of clothing and a lot of duct tape. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you are fully clothed. You look very normal. We are. Thank you. Um, so I, I don't know. For how the record, I'm wearing all beige. So. <laughs> yeah. We saw two people that were dressed exactly like Jamie yesterday, but they were like 80 years old. Yeah. Did, were they fans of the band or was that just coincidence? No, nah, just coincidence. Just good style. <laughs> yeah, great style. Um, well, guys, welcome back to Big Sound. You Thank did you. mention before we started, this is your second time around. Yes. Um, and you mentioned you did a bunch of little shows last time. Yeah. This time around, it's just one big show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in the Valley for? Well, we got to the Valley yesterday <laughs> and we've just been hanging around ever since, really. Um, mm-hmm. Walking around, looking at op shops. We just Todd just visited a sex shop because he yeah. likes to wear a mesh top. The thing is that they he really struggles with actually finding them in sex shops. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. We, so where are you supposed to a get A lot them? of butt plugs, but no mesh. Yeah. Tons of those. Hmm. We had this um, photo shoot once in Sydney and I realized 20 minutes beforehand that I'd lost my mesh top, which I wanted to wear in it. Mm. And I lived in Darlinghouse at the time. And so I ran to like eight sex shops on a Saturday morning. Didn't find one. And um, I was just thinking of all the people that live in the neighbourhood seeing me running in and out of these sex shops <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So where like do you sweaty. where do you go? Like cotton on? Probably online. Yeah. yeah. I, I bought my last one online. Um, yeah. I think it's more of like a I got to buy like a I don't know where you go. Mm. Online. Online. Great. Glad we told that story. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sex shops, I'm about to have a snorgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is different this time around as far as the Big Sound experience because it is a place you come to network to get your face out there I think Australia is pretty familiar with these New South Wales at this point in time do you guys approach the way you your show is different at a Big Sound event um, we just tried to like we make you know well one thing is the time restriction so we just tried to fit all the kind of like best songs into that half an hour mm-hmm. we like playing really short sets anyway so that's definitely a consideration yeah this time we've front stacked the set with all the good songs and as the set goes on and gets shitter and shitter <laughs> until the final song which is just a Quite good. Like, it's got a really good one yeah. so um that's been our approach with this one that's kind of genius because when people are filtering in and out of gigs like crazy yeah you probably want to start strong right start strong come yeah. out swinging yeah that's when everyone's gonna that's when everyone's gonna be there are you guys here for the week? Like, you going to check out bands? No, we go home tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Because you've got so you have some shows coming, right? And you're touring with Grinspoon as well. We're, we're not touring with Grinspoon. We're just playing, playing one, one show. show. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, an example of manifesting destiny. Because in our, in our show, in our mockumentary series, mm. in season one, the, the thing that happens for us at the end is we get to tour with Grinspoon. Mm. And lo and behold... 
Was that a matter of Grinspoon or more specifically Phil? Well, Phil saw our show yeah. and then we asked him to be in season two and he said yes and then he made a personal phone call to Todd and said no and he said, I'm sorry, but I just can't tell if you're taking the piss out of me and I no longer wish to be involved in your show. Right. And we and said, that's I all right, Phil. Phil, we are taking the piss. Yeah, but we are also <laughs> taking the piss out of ourselves yeah. and everybody yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, fast forward one or two years... Phil, Phil wants us to play with him in Wollongong. Mm. Who are we to say no? And we said yes, but it's going to cost you. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was on the podcast a, a few weeks ago and we, we were speaking about the upcoming tour and he mentioned how much he loves you guys. He didn't oh. mention the mockumentary series. Oh, that's nice. He didn't mention it. No. No, he, he wouldn't, see? <laughs> yeah, right. He but wouldn't. it's a mockumentary. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tell me, be a preaching <laughs> to the choir, man. <laughs> um, are, are, we, are you guys going to be doing any more series of the mockumentary? Yeah, for sure. Do you know how For many? Sure. Have we got any spoilers? Any no. release dates in mind? No. Um, oh, I can give one spoiler, actually. Mm-hmm. spoke to um, Tony, um, TLJ, Tony Llewellyn Jones, I think his last name is. He played Luke's dad in season two. Yeah. And about two years after we released the show, he messaged me saying, hey, finally watched the show. Really enjoyed it. Well done. And we said, do you want to be in season three? And he said, yes, can I die? And that's as much as I'll say. Mm. So he's going to die is what you're saying? Probably. <laughs> Is there anyone that you have gotten a flat no from? Like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, who? Who's a flat no? Um, friends of Rom. Yeah, Friends of Rom didn't want to do it. So yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there's the, there is a few more. Violent yeah, Soho kind of said yes and then no for the same reason that Phil Jamison yeah. they thought were taking the piss. Yeah. Was right. there anyone on the opposite end who was like begging to be in it? Yeah. yeah Happens quite a lot Yeah yeah. People are keen to get involved Which is very really Yeah because like, it's a really fun show to make yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I can't imagine it would be like a, a high pressure environment like, It is high pressure but You, you, you got to be funny the whole time Yeah That's hard Well go on You do a great job is what I'm saying Yeah but it's hard <laughs> It's hard It's hard work We sleep like babies on those yeah. nights Yeah How long do they take to write these series? <sighs> um, It's kind of Kind of non-linear It's hard to put a a box around it mm. because we don't write any dialogue. It's all just like um, scripted, into like paragraphs. The guys mm. go to this place and they run into this person, and then everything on the day is improv. Oh wow! Yeah. So, but just coming up with the story arcs is kind of like uh, takes us a while because we're not right. We're not television writers, you know. Yeah. Um, we kind of consider ourselves to be that now, but we certainly weren't before. Mm. You know. So, like, yeah, um, probably over, over the course of a couple of months. It, you know, this season can be written. Is that something you guys would look at seriously? If like a television writing? If, yeah. If you were approached about it? For sure. We're yeah. doing it right now. Yeah, we've got a couple of books um, ordered online. Yeah. Um, on how to screen write. Plug away. So we're going to read them and then just start <laughs> chipping with the <laughs> chisel. Yeah, I think you have to download some software to be able to screen Script write. writing. Definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. a particular you're font. You're not a real yeah. script writer unless <laughs> you can't. download it. I don't thing. know what, the, what is that font, but it's I know the font you're talking Korea, about. Korean. 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 Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't do it with Times New Roman. It no. looks shit. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, for the rest of the year, I know you're working on some new music as well. Yeah, well, that's all recorded. So that'll, that'll come out later later in the year. Great. Is that is it officially announced or uh, you're waiting a little bit? Oh, actually, no. I don't no, think it is gonna officially announced. it's going to be officially announced. What time does yeah. this come out? Uh, like 4 p.m. today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wednesday. All right, well, there's Fuck, no, stuff. there's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, just, just kidding. <laughs> well, um, I, I guess we can leave it there. It's very exciting. Uh, new music is on the way. Uh, tell all the big sound people where we can see you guys. We're going to be playing tonight, Wednesday, the 4th of September at... Uh, family nightclub mm-hmm. in Fortitude Valley at 11.20pm. 
Is that your first time at a nightclub as well? No, I've played a few. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. They're good. They've always got good sound system. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming by. Really excited to catch you. Pleasure. And, um, Thanks for having us. Enjoy the rest of the year. We're looking forward to seeing what's next. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks guys. You. Bye. This is the intro. Okay, cool. We're in the middle of a conversation, everyone. Back off. Continue. Yeah. So, I was like... Um, I started telling jokes. Just jokes that I've been writing... And uh, but I haven't performed because I I did Melbourne Comedy Festival at the start of the year, and then after that I've like written like a whole new set. So I was like, I'll do that new hour last night, mm. and I I told a couple of jokes. I could I could feel like a tension building from some of the jokes, and then I tell this one joke about incest porn that killed. Ooh. I thought, and then I get like a uh, someone comes up to me like. Play a song. You got to like shut this down because they're going to close the venue. Right. Because people are very upset over some things you're saying. So I was like, eh. Well, that was a wonderful intro there. St. Lane, welcome to the Green Room Podcast, sir. Yeah. Um, if you missed all of that, you were just telling me about uh, two showcases you did last night. Yes. Uh, and so one of these you just decided to fuck doing a performance. I'm going to do stand up. Yeah. And I don't know. It just felt like a really good idea at the time. <laughs> Were the crowd warming to it? Not at all. Or was it very much like a, like after a one or two jokes, like, okay, maybe he's nervous. He just needs to ease into this. Yeah. And then in the 13th minute when you're talking about how hot the weather is, they're like, fuck this guy. Totally. I think yeah. a lot of it is like, you know, there's like a tension to uh, when there's instrumental playing mm. and people are waiting for vocals to come in mm -hmm. and people are like, where's the vocals? <laughs> yeah. Where's the vocals? Yeah. People doing that at my set, they're like, Where's the music? So, like, did you, like, eventually play? Or were you like, well, thank you for coming? Uh, so, after they told me I couldn't play any more stand-up, I just DJ'd. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I DJ'd through Spotify and didn't log into Premium. So, every couple of minutes, there'd just be a 30-second silence. Why was your aim to piss everyone off? I don't, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Just there, There's something about knowing that I'll never see any of these people again. That I'm like, I yeah. can get away with this. It's what were the ads that played? Um, University of Queensland was every ad. I don't well, know. That's kind of clever. Yeah, like we're one, in Brisbane. One kid's Topical. whole tuition is funding Spotify <laughs> ads. They were on every single ad. And I currently have a Spotify ad. Yeah. Didn't hear it once. See, that would have been ideal in that moment in time. Wait, did you do the, the stand-up set before the proper showcase or after? After. So I So I imagine you just were that confident after the first showcase. You're like, fuck it. Well, I wasn't only that confident. I was that sweaty. They're like, did this dude just jump out of a pool? Like, <laughs> I was so... I literally went off the stage at Elephant Hotel, walked for what felt like years mm. to the next venue. Yeah. Covered in sweat because you'll you'll see footage online and obviously we're on camera right now. You are in a in a pretty sweet getup. Thank you. But as like it's like thirty three degrees. Right so now. hot. How are you doing this? How are you feeling? I hate it. I hate <laughs> Queensland. This is the worst state. Uh, Brisbane is. But awesome. I'm happy to be here. Very happy to be here, <laughs> and I live in Queensland. Yeah. But it's uh, it's unbearable to live in in the heat because I don't own shorts. So I, I made a, like a, a point to wear shorts today. And if you're uncomfortable, I apologize. But no. I kind of don't. No, don't feel like be as comfortable as humanly possible. Yeah. But for some reason, when I wear shorts, people are scared. <laughs> There's something wrong with my legs. <laughs> so I got I to gotta wear long pants all the time. At the beach, yeah. long pants. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. Were you in this get up last night or a no. similar? No, no, I was wearing a, um, a purple and white floral suit. Where do you get them? That's fancy. I spent 
But it's like my internet is like between tabs of porn and clothes. So I'm like constantly like shuffling between the two, hoping to yeah. never get them mixed. The the dress shirt there says porn director. Does it really? Yeah, it feels that way. It doesn't literally say it. I mean, oh, okay. it, just, it just looks that way. <laughs> I was like, good. <laughs> yeah, this is like some Ron Jeremy shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you got any more showcases this week? Mm-hmm. I got, um, I'm so busy this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very grateful to be doing stuff. Uh, I am playing at the Wickham mm-hmm. at 8.30 tonight. And then yep. tomorrow I'm in Newcastle. And then on Friday, I'm in Sydney. And on Saturday, I'm in Canberra. Yeah. And on Saturday, I'm in Canberra again because mistakes. I'm going to be there. I don't have a show the last day, but I couldn't get a flight really early enough. So like my flight's at like 9 p.m. Yeah. So I've got a whole day in Australia's most boring city. <laughs> I can't wait. You've slagged Brisbane and Canberra in the span of four minutes. It's, uh, there's a Do you lot have anything of- nice to say about those guys? Uh, Brisbane. You've got to sell these shows. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane's cool uh, with vintage stores and clothes and stuff. Uh, Brisbane's not cool with roads. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried to drive in Brisbane. No. Impossible. They, they haven't planned the city well at all. But that's fine because all the clothes have made up for it. <laughs> and uh, Canberra, I really enjoy the cold. Right. So Canberra's a bit more of my element. Yeah. Uh, I get to feel something mm. that's not like sweat. But are you like you're doing this to yourself. Look at you. Yeah, I know it's a it's a dangerous game I play, <laughs> but I've chosen to play it. Well, dude, thank you for coming by. Oh, um, what can you tell us about the rest of the year? Obviously, you got this tour. Yes. This is kind of the start of your tour, right? Yeah, well, Big Sound is. Yeah, yeah, Big Sound's the first dates on the tour. Yeah. So um, I just want to keep putting out music. Yeah. Keep meeting handsome folk like yourself thank and you. doing great it. podcasts. Thank and, you. Uh, just having a great time yeah. is all I really ideally want to do is just keep having fun. Can I mean, because this episode will go out around 4 p.m. on the Wednesday. For okay. people going to your showcases tonight and tomorrow, will there be more comedy? Tonight, yeah, I, got, I wrote a good joke about last night. <laughs> oh, did you really? <laughs> on the way here. So, yeah. But like, there won't be a full-on comedy set, it'll just be a little bit of comedy. There'll be some antidotes. Is, I, that, is, that, is, that, is it anecdotes? Anecdotes, not anecdotes. antidotes. Anecdotes. Anecdotes. Antidotes are a completely different thing. Yeah, this is medical. We're, yeah, we're yeah. Not, I'm no doctor. Yeah. I'll come to the show and if they're terrible, in the guy in the back going, ha! Ha! That's yes. me. Sick. Yeah. If you could heckle me at my show, I went... In a bad way or a good way? Like, no, no, in a bad way, dude. I got... I don't um, want to insult you. That's not nice. You'd, you'd think that. I went to my sister's, what, year 10 graduation. I don't know what it was. Hmm. I was like a formal? It was, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I'm at anything or doing anything. <laughs> I was there. I was getting heckled by a child. <laughs> like, a, like a 15-year-old? No, like a nine-year-old. Someone's sibling was there. You were emceeing? No. I was sitting down. <laughs> by myself. But like watching my sister get some prize. It's like a principal's awards. Mm. And a kid just threw a, some paper at me. And he's like, turn around. It's like some Fortnite shirt wearing kid. He's just like, eh. I was like, what? Wait, he, that's, he just said, eh. He just went, eh, and threw some shit at me. I was like, why? Why am I getting harassed by children at my sister's graduation awards thing? I, I can't escape it. Well, if you want to see St. Lane at Big Sound, feel free to heckle him. Your like, words. Like, I reckon it'll be so funny to play a show where people just hate it. If you can get booed off stage, yeah. not only will that be a talking point, probably the only one of the whole week. So yes. people will talk about you, mm-hmm. not in a great way. That's fine. As that long doesn't as they're last. talking. <laughs> yeah. as, long, as long as they're talking. The police came to the show last night. 
just not sting like the uh, the armed forces sure. is that what you call them armed for authorities uh, authorities someone Folk? <laughs> they they came to the show and uh i think they just were there mm. by chance in uniform maybe getting a post shift drink mm. but then i I, I had to link it mentally to my comedy that I was doing earlier. I was like, I'm like the one four of comedy now. Like the police are coming to my stand-up <laughs> sets and shutting the shit down. Did so, they? Um, no, they just came and had a drink and they were very courteous and quite polite and they walked out. You could have taken a shot at them. I, I could have. Coward. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's mad. I should have done that. No, we'll do it tonight. I'm very excited now. Yes, I'm, I'm super excited. If to I can get everyone to boo you off stage, mm. then we've both done a great job. That would be, be proud so of funny. <laughs> like I literally, I've, I've only, only time I've ever been booed really loudly was when I was opening for Tech 9 I was on tour with Tech 9 I don't know if you know who this yeah, dude yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like his whole audience are like juggalos or something. I don't know what mm. they they wear the face paint. And boy, did people fucking hate me. I walked out. There was already like too many support acts. So like people naturally thought the next act was Tag Nine. So like I and I had this crazy intro music at the time. It's like brr, low end shit, and people were like, oh, this is obviously the show. Mm. And I walked out, and people were exhausted. <laughs> they they were sick. They just wanted to see the dude that they had paid. <laughs> they didn't care about like. And the other sport acts were so bad. Yeah. Not saying that I was better than them. I was also bad. But <laughs> the, the other sport, sport acts were so bad that they had drained the life out of the crowd. I came out and people just booed. It's like one song in. And then on, on song two, they're like, tech nine, tech nine. Which is great if you're tech nine. I'm here for 50 more minutes. Yeah. So just chat amongst yourselves. So if we could emulate that tonight, that would be ideal. Okay, dude, we'll do it together. St. Lang, thank you for coming by, man. Thank you for having me. Um, we will see you tonight, and you may be a talking point tomorrow. Here's hoping. Let's hope I'm a headline tomorrow. St. <laughs> Lang, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. You can chew, that's fine. Chew as loudly as you like. Maybe not Did you guys like, watch them YouTube I'm, ones I'm where people... Like, oh, ASMR, yeah. We had it with <laughs> Baker's Eddie before, and they were like... I mean, you can't hear it because you're not wearing headphones, but fuck, in my ears, this is, this is hell. People actually watch, like, people go out of their way to go on YouTube mm. and just, like, watch somebody crunch onto things. Mm. If you're familiar with SAMR, then you might know that that's P-Unique. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast, P-Unique. Thank you so much for having me. Um, are you familiar with the word buzz? Buzz. Buzz. B-U-double-Z. Yeah. Okay. Because I've been here in the Valley for all of 48 hours. <laughs> um, there have been a few artists who people are saying buzz. Amazing. You gotta see it. And I was like, okay, sure. P Unique keeps coming up. After last night, your first show of the week, yeah. I imagine, that's all I'm fucking hearing. Really? Is P Unique is amazing. On the music.com.au, you are one of the most, I guess, loved artists in the reviews. Uh, as far as the scuttlebug on the streets, you killed it. So, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, how has the feedback been since that first um, show last night? Okay, so this is like my first time um, doing Big Sound. And like, um, I had no expectations. Like what I thought was I'm going to come and I'm going to perform in front of 15 people, but we're going to go hard. <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's two or three people going to go hard. So, you know, I wasn't expecting anything. And then like there was a point, you know, when you have your moment of like that, that moment when you're like, I fucked up. But I had that moment that where I was like, show. whoa, 
we're actually doing this. There's so many people. Like, so it was packed to the back. But I was like, I'm just going to keep going. And I was so nervous. Like, my heart was in my ass. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. And then as soon as I got off the stage and my manager came on the side, I was like, you know, breathing heavily and stuff like that. And um, when I walked out, like, there were so many people that were like, we really loved your set and stuff like that. And I was like, it really meant so much to me because I do music and I'm not, like, I'm not aware of how good I am sometimes. And I'm not aware of... um like how people see my music I just kind of do like music for me so like to hear them you know like oh my god you're so fucking good when are you performing again on Thursday can we come and I'm like you want to see me again like <laughs> you want to see the same thing again like yeah, it, yeah it's crazy well yeah. when schmucks like me miss the first show we need yeah. a second chance yeah you need to come this is did you know and you can be as brutally honest did you know when you got off stage like I fucking killed that yeah. Were you happy? This was like the first show where I got off stage and I was like, let me go back up and let people know, do you want to do it again? Like, let's do this whole thing again. Like, I yeah. had so much fun. I didn't want it to end. Like, I was I was kind of mad. I was like, fuck, I have to get off stage. Mm. I just want to hug it and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a really good show. You have a busy week as well as the, the showcase on Thursday night. You have a panel. Mm. I think when this podcast is released, you will probably be mid-panel. Mm. So, um, spoilers, she's killing it right now, unfortunately. Can you tell us what you're going into this panel to talk about specifically? Um, we're talking about the asset that is multiculturalism within music, um, being like a woman of colour and having obviously a different cultural background. Like we bring so many different elements to like the Australian hip hop scene. So I guess we're just discussing um, that basically. Mm. Just like um, being African and like having to share your music with people and like our boundaries and like challenges and stuff like that so that's what we're talking about you did a um artist focus for the music.com.au as well and your answer was really interesting i thought uh, there was a is there a pressing issue in the music industry right now and you said there's this uh perception that an artist needs to have uh, a political voice rather than just an artist be about their music mm. what did you mean by that like well being you know a girl of color and stuff like that like um whenever i do interviews like people don't really ask me music related stuff it's always like oh what's it like living in Australia um you know coming from Sudan and and how's like the war there and how's life then it's like I don't know because I grew up here so it's like they expect me to have this voice about oh let's talk about apex or let's talk about this but it's like no let's just talk about music and let's let's vibe about music and stuff like that Mm. or in this podcast case let's talk about ASMR Mm. because that was gross (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, I'm really excited to see you on Thursday night. Um, is there anything in particular you want to achieve by week's end? Um, or just... I guess, like, um, just remain buzz. <laughs> remain, remain buzz. buzz. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yes, write just that down, buzz. <laughs> Like, I just, I want to I wanna get back to Melbourne and just, like, have people hit me up and, like, I saw your show in Brisbane and talk, like, talk about it mm. in the next week or two. Yeah. That's just to have people, like... Um, acknowledge my music and appreciate my music that's really just what i want because po- post this week you're you're going back home you've got a song coming out with dallas woods i believe yeah Is um i'm working on yeah a song with dallas woods we're well, hopefully going to release it sometime this year mm-hmm. and i'm um, doing some writing sessions in dubai in november with some artists there because i, I just want to like change my music up a little bit and stuff like that so really excited about that can stuff. we talk about anything you may release at the end of the year or in early 2020 i'm asking yeah 
I'm getting I mean, that Dallas, <laughs> that Dallas Wood song. I, mean, yeah. I can't say everything. Yeah. Like, where's the surprise? But um, yeah, that Dallas Wood song, I, I really want you guys to hear it. So you, you really like that. Yeah. Well, we're really excited about what's to come. And again, I will be there front and center on Thursday. So please. I better me. see you in the front. Like, you have to be there oh, with a P unique t-shirt or something like that. Really? Yeah. I'll give you a shout out too. <laughs> well, no, that, that's, that's a good segue because... I'm really good at giving shout outs. Well, um. well, you'll, you'll have to shout out now because we have a little gift for you, P unique. You do? Uh, Jessica has it. Well, for my friends at Audio Technica, you were getting yourself a pair of in-ears, oh, my no. friend. Can I swear? Of course you can. No fucking way. You know you've sworn like four times already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, you can cut that out. But like, I was literally talking about this at rehearsals with my manager and my band. I was like, I don't want to damage my ears because I, I go to sleep and my ears ring at night. Okay. So I'm just like, how can I protect my ears on stage? Because my drama is like fucking incredible and it's so loud. And I'm like, this. Well, see, now so this much. is the deal. If you shout out to me, you also have to say, because Neil got me in ears and he's great. <laughs> and also listen to his podcast and I'm going to wait before and then get everyone has to subscribe and then I'll perform. <laughs> That's the deal. Um, Neil is fucking great. He got me in ears and I want you guys to listen to his podcast and I'm going to keep giving him shout outs. No, I mean on I stage. Live. This on doesn't stage. count. Yes. I'll do it now and I'll do it on stage. So thank you for coming to my set. Can, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm using my new in ears that Neil got me, guys. Yeah, I'll do that. Don't well, worry. P- thank you for coming by. Thank you for being arguably the buzziest act of big sound 2019 Buzz, yep. um thank you. and we can't wait to see what's next all right thank you guys for having me thank you have a good rest of the day you too can i take yes you can take all the treats you want that's fine can i take the whole thing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> my guests at this time alex and ben of bad dreams welcome guys thanks for having us um thank you for having some of the snacks a lot of the guests have been very know, scared to try some i don't want you to get rapper noises it's a lot of asmr when that happens it's, that? You know the weird like talking to the microphone. Oh, yeah, 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 it's creepy. Okay. It's very creepy. Uh-huh. But you don't have headphones, so it's fine. Um, welcome to Big Sound, guys, because this is this is a cool thing. Because Big Sound is generally for for new artists who are trying to get their name out there. Bad Dreams are, are well into the career now. I mean, you've just announced your third album. Um, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I asked myself the same question. <laughs> we were actually joking when. I was thinking of Big Sound. I kept, kept the phrase that kept popping into my mind was "industry veterans." <laughs> but I don't think I really. That's, that's a charming word. Oh well, we had a couple of or a year or two where we were kind of a bit inactive on the Dormant. live front mm-hmm. and release front. So we thought it was just a good idea to yeah get out get back out there yeah. And we've got a new album coming out in two months. So yeah, it's just a good good little warm up springboard to that. Yeah. Is this is this how many times have you done Big Sound before? Two. Yeah, this is yeah. So you're like, yeah, you guys know what you're doing. This is no new experience. No, it's not a new experience, but yeah. it's always fun. It was a packed show last night. It was it holy was shit! It was packed. Yeah, no, it was great. The zoo yeah. haven't played there since 2012. Yeah. In fact, every time we've come here, the show's been awesome. The first one was at Rick's Bar before we'd done a well before we'd even released much. Mm. We were all about ten kegs heavy, uh, lighter. <laughs> and the second one was um, at. Um, that church stage there mm-hmm. played right. before DMAs and that was a really good show too and then last night was good so yeah and it's good just I mean we don't really get into the speaker um, conference side of things but it's good just to be able to watch so many yeah. bands in a short space of time talk to other bands are you hanging out for the whole week? till yeah. Thursday okay have you, have you seen anything in particular that's caught your eye <laughs> speakers and or gigs I haven't managed to yeah yeah we yeah. were a bit busy yesterday we were rehearsing and yeah. doing but a bunch of stuff yesterday we'll talk uh, yeah got some stuff I'm, tonight maybe yeah I'm keen to watch we've met Mumbali 
the guys from um, Numbuwa, mm-hmm. and they were sort of shooting their clip before ours. Mm. They sounded awesome. And, um, yeah, well, I wanted to watch 100, but I think we're going to miss them. But there's, yeah, there's so many bands that we were like, oh, God, all these new bands that sound awesome. Yeah. It just seems like it's a healthy time in the Australian music scene. What can you tell us about the third album? I think it's out October 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, tell me a bit about this. Well, it took us a long time to write it. <laughs> Some of the songs date back to predate the band. Right. Um, but have just been workshopped over time. After the, after the gutful uh, album rollout sort of subsided, we just kind of just got back to writing straight away. But um, we just spent a lot of time demoing and sort of refining sounds and spending a lot of time exploring different ways of singing and types of writing. And mm. yeah, it was sort of, you know, you pull your hair out at times, but rewarding now that the product is finished. And mm. Uh, I don't know, what do you want to say about it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first two albums had kind of been just a representation of the live show, like we started as a live band and that's kind of how we record those albums, whereas this one, we're ready to make a bit more of a studio album. Yeah. And that didn't necessarily manifest in us like having string sections and horns and whatnot, even though we tried we to. to. <laughs> we tried to. Yeah. But it was more like dissecting individual parts. So we made recordings and we made demos of them that, that were multi-tracked and overdubbed and then those demos themselves got quite dissected by Jack Ladder and um, Burke Reed who were the producers mm. and it was much more analytical in the way we were going about trying to represent our influences what we we're trying to achieve so yeah it's been a kind of natural progression but a good one yeah, I mean, you mentioned before you, you kind of went on a bit of exploring. Are you guys confident with how that came out? Like, is, do you think there's a, there's a new sound here that you're going to be continuing to work on? I think that will be proven once, other, once the album's released and mm. it's sort of, you know, the broader public can hear it and maybe make their own assumptions on that. I've heard the album so many times and it's hard to distance yourself from it, especially yeah. when it's like your own voice and you know what was happening for, throughout the whole process. You know what the first version of that song sounded like on a phone recording to what it sounds like now on the album yeah um what was really good about this album was with burke and jack ladder like we've had a, a swathe of influences we have stuff like wire or television or joy division or even devo and stuff which have always been strong influences but i don't think we really they really came through in the first two albums and you know partly that was because mark opitz is a fantastic producer but his palette's sort of a certain type of um, rock and roll and he probably hasn't even heard of most of those bands <laughs> which is, which is who Eddie Current were yeah which is um, which is a which you know a good thing about him because he's like he's not influenced by anything that's going on yeah today or but on the other hand then when we talked to um, Burke and um, Jack Ladder they were you know they're totally across that that canon of sort of guitar post-punk um, indie guitar and mm. they were like oh okay well that's how you should that's how we can achieve this and we're like oh okay yeah we hadn't quite got the tools to sonically like reproduce those things um, before this album and now we've felt like we have should fans expect like a drastically new sound or more of just a evolution of the band nah most people that are fans of, of sorts that have listened to it just say sounds like the best album you've done yeah um and yeah, because I think we're not re- we're not really change we're not really changing what's um, the basis of our music. I just think we're 
um, achieving achieving the end product better. Yeah. Coming back to something like Big Sound then, after you've done it a couple of times and now again we're three albums deep, is it a humbling experience to kind of come back here and know that like, oh shit, it's like we were once that band trying to make a big name for ourselves? It doesn't feel like, I don't know, it, nah. might, it might be a strange thing to say, but it doesn't feel like we've achieved much more than that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I mean, we, yeah. it, it might seem like some things that we do might, you know, I don't know whether it's like touring with some cool bands or whatever, but you know, we still live a very normal lifestyle. We don't like um, hold ourselves up in this on this pedestal of like, you know, a big rock band. You did come in with three security guards, which I thought was a little much. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just yeah. like it doesn't. This is our. Yeah. This is what we. This is our sort of our home anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This, this environment. It's hard to, but we've never really had a, a time when we've gone from something like have a huge jump everything's been a gradual graft and we've had sort of things that have been we've been really lucky with Mm. um like getting on the radio getting to play some good supports and then we've also had things that have been really frustrating and we've felt that held us back so it's always that's what we felt like it's we've been lucky but it's also been um hard at times Mm. however like miles did this interview with a guy he actually met on the plane to England and it was an interview just about band band life I guess and he it was quite he actually did a really good job of t- talking about all the stuff we did right at the start which you tend to forget about and one of the things he spent time talking about was this tour we did with Children Collide and um, Dune Rats it was our first ever tour mm. I think we put out one song at this stage and because we had a bit of a relationship with Johnny from Children Collide we were lucky enough to get on it 100 bucks a show 30 dates you know, we had, you know, we had to like pay for it with our own. We've had to just like pay for our own flights. Yeah. Had no money, like sleeping on floors and then getting red eyes back to work because we had to like, you know, had our jobs. And then when you think about that stuff, um, then you realise, oh shit, yeah, we've actually come, come a long way from that. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to... Where are um, the ridges? They've got a pool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now instead of having six people in one room, we've got them in three. <laughs> but I think, it's, I think we do that. Um, it's important to uh, take stock and realise how lucky we are because we never... The band started as just something to do for fun and to express ourselves musically and creatively. And, you know, we've been... We're incredibly lucky to get to... Some of the things we've done, you know, like playing in London with Midnight Oil. If someone said that to me when I was 18, I'd be like... Fuck off. That's all. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, take you can, you can cut off one of my feet. Yes, yeah. and that's I'd be happy just to do that. Yeah, so it's it's kind of easy to get swept up in the in the game of chasing this and that, but really that's not what it's about. It's about enjoying making Did- music with our friends and um, being able to mix with other artists and other creative people, and we try to keep that at the front of our minds. Do you have those kind of conversations with someone like Minot Oil, as far as like a because that is a fuck, holy shit moment. Um. Not with them as such, because you, you often it's a fleeting meeting. But certainly mm. with um, people like um, Tim Rogers. Uh, oh, you and my. Tim <laughs> oh God, we're both in the can of worms. Because you know, is that Jack, an exclusive? You know, Jack Ladder's real name is Tim Rogers. Is it actually? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! Everyone's nodding like this is old news. Fuck yeah, me. So, okay, sure. Yeah, sorry. With but we also <laughs> spent some time with the other Tim Rogers. Yeah, right. Co-writing just before. So things start to get really confusing. And to add to that, my name's Alex Cameron. 
and you obviously know the other <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. who Jack Ladder is touring with. And yeah. Jack Ladder had just worked on his album <laughs> and he's touring with, so we weren't going to put that in any press because it was going to make the, like, the internet yeah. explode. Out the bag. I mean, you could do it. It's good promo. <laughs> but yeah, it's so not we're talking bait. to people like Burke Reed and, and Jack Ladder about their musical lives and... Um, because I guess Midnight Oil's experience is like very different to ours. They've mm. been like career musicians and actually made a living off it. But certainly talking to people like, um, you know, who are more on the our level, is yeah. you often talk about that stuff. Like yeah. how do you form, if you're a music lifer, how can you form your life in such a way that you're balancing your creative urges, living a sort of decent lifestyle, yeah. staying healthy, and, you know, how hard do you chase like certain industry goals how you know how do you balance that against what you want to do creatively yeah always having those type of things yeah I was excited to have you back guys before you leave can you tell us what's in store for the rest of the year obviously once the album's out I imagine we're going to go on a pretty extensive tour we've got we're actually playing the SNFL grand do you know what SNFL is <laughs> the what one the SNFL SNFL no it's South like, Australian like National Football League ah. Oh. As in, do you mean grid? Not it's not grid. No, nah, it's, it's uh, Aussie rules. Aussie rules. Okay, yeah. sure. so it's like the league in South Australia, the top yeah. league. Okay, um, it's probably the second best league in Australia. Well, we got that. We're playing <laughs> yeah. that grand final, which is a good. It's a good get. They they get a lot of people to those games. Yeah, and then we yours and ours playing yours and ours yeah. festival, which is seems to be getting better and better mm-hmm. every year in Wollongong, and then. Yeah, tour is. And our tour in late October, November. Yeah, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Perth. Um, and then another trip, to, another trip to UK. And then some festivals over summer. It's pretty. It's getting pretty packed. So yeah. It's going to be wicked. Okay. It'd, be good, it'd be nice to just have a really long run of touring again just because we had so much time off. We didn't play many shows last year. Yeah. And so, you know, you lose your... You lose your gig legs. Yeah. You've got to be kind of gig fit. Well, big, big sounds are probably a good way to, to get them back, right? Yeah, well, like, last night, these half an hour sets are, I can kill me more than the 50-minute ones. Why? Well, because you jam all your fast-paced rock screaming, yeah, sure, screaming okay. songs into half an hour and you don't have any breathing space. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I, you sort of lay down and vomit. <laughs> did you vomit? I did before the show, yeah. <laughs> I had yeah, some, some bad $2 tacos. We're at the stage of playing one hour. Now. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I don't think we could do anymore. That's a bloody stretch. Can like, you go the opposite and just three and a half hours? Yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah. can you go like the Cure and just go three and a half? They do four. I think they've got the record for the longest show. Oh no, he was trying to beat it. They were trying to. Beat <laughs> that's it. A, I mean, he's. You look at Robert Smith. You don't think great athlete. <laughs> do not think that. But mate, he's an endurance <laughs> endurance yeah. maestro. Yeah. You know that that's the white stuff on his face is probably like actually some. Once he comes off stage, he looks like he's been like at a very wet funeral. (laughs) The poor guy. How many times do you have to reapply lipstick in a four-hour set? He doesn't. He doesn't doesn't even move. He lets it run. I think that's kind of. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't like. There's no intermissions. There's nothing. They all get a break. That's quite amazing. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is Robert Smith and The Cure are great. Thank you, Bad Dreams, for solidifying that. (laughs) And thank you for coming by the podcast. I really appreciate your time. Uh, We're very excited to hear the album. It's out on October 18th. And, um, yeah, man, we're looking forward to seeing what's next. Get some tickets to a show, you bastard. Please. Yeah, please. Thank you. Thanks for your time, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks. 
Hi everyone, welcome back to the green room here at Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. Uh, this is going to be my busiest podcast uh, interview, I imagine, because the lounge is full. I'm joined by Baker's Eddie. Hello. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm so good. This popcorn, the spread you put out for us is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. And you're getting some really nice mouth sounds as yeah. well for those who are interested. A lot of ASMR. ASMR. Oh god, feeling, so it's so are you, gross. Are you feeling the tingles? <laughs> You're right, it's so gross. Okay, why don't we go around and introduce ourselves because there are four of you and there are a lot of sounds happening here. Sure. Go ahead. I'm Jimbo. I play the drums in Baker City. G'day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Um, my name is Kieron. Hey, I play in a band called Baker City too, Great. and I sing and play guitar, and I have 10 stitches in my hand because I'm really tough. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, my name is Booge. I play lead guitar mm-hmm. and scream at mics. <laughs> Hey, my name's Ian, and I'm also in Bacon Eggy, um, and I do kind of the same thing as Booge. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to the show. Now, I do have to start. Your hand. What the hell happened? You came in, you said, I'll oh, just be gentle with my hand, please, which is the first time I've heard that this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain, what happened? I slipped on a roof tile yep. and fell onto a restaurant-grade wine glass. Ooh. That happened to be a beautiful cut. Beautiful cut. Very clean. And... I know I have 10 stitches right before it happened the day before our uh, tour started as well. So it was perfect timing. Yeah. I was going to say, how is, how are the shows? Very ginger, <laughs> but we pull it off and I just go home and cry. Yeah. So I put on the top face and then I go home and weep. Mm. No, you, you were all right. You had good drugs. He was salty. <laughs> so much codeine. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you for asking. I no, appreciate that. I was just concerned because last night as well, uh, we had a reviewer at the show. Uh, apparently, you needed to get a fan on stage to sit on your <laughs> drum kit. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. What the hell happened? Hey, shout outs to Liam. That's his name, yeah, Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah Liam. We still owe him a beer. Yeah. Still owe him a beer. Huge shout out. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that was Liam. in the review. Like, he was promised a beer. Did he get the beer? Not yet. Not yet. Well, so we, if he comes tonight, we're going to give him three beers. That's fair. Hold on, hold on. The band account is empty. No, it's not. We'll give him one beer and a big cuddle. <laughs> he can have a sip of our beer. above zero again. Yay! <laughs> big sound makes dreams come true, guys. Tell me about how your week's going so far. Obviously, the show last night was, I heard, fucking awesome. Thank the drum you. kick thing was a little bit of a hiccup, I imagine. No, it added to the, added to the, uh, the vibe. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. many more shows you got this week? Uh, one more, one yep. more tonight. Same bar, Crowbar Black, at eleven twenty. Mm-hmm. I assume this is going out in a couple of days. Yeah, so that no, is no, completely no, redundant. no, in like two hours. Oh mate, oh, there, you go, there you go, there you go. All you <laughs> listeners, <laughs> yeah, one more tonight, and then we have a free day tomorrow. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. Very exciting. Yeah, it's been exciting times for Baker's Eddie. You guys recently signed to Ivy League Records. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you. What is going on for the rest of the year? Gigs. Lots of gigs. Festies. Yeah. Festies. Uh, a bit of writing, a bit of soul searching, you mm-hmm. know, digging deep. Mm-hmm. Pulling maybe, out some a, maybe another single? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see how we I, yeah. We definitely want to release something in the next few months again. Um, so that's, that's kind of like where our sights are set at the moment. But mm. yeah, it's, it's going to be a cool year, I think, for the rest of it. The little time we have left. Yeah. yeah. I th- I think EP, we'll, album? I think we'll release another body of work. Mm. I'll just leave it there. Is that an exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> Ian said it first. <laughs> yeah, we want to we do cool things. Yeah. All around the world. Okay. All over the place. Yeah. Heaps of cool things. Cooler things than we did this year. And this year has been pretty cool. Yeah. Also cooler than last year. Mm. So we want to keep doing cool things. Mm. That's the plan. Well, I promised you guys prizes. 
and I'm a man of my word. Oh my god! Unlike you guys with Liam. Uh, so sorry, Liam. Sorry, Liam. He's probably not going to come. Liam's a big fan of this show. He writes in every day. From our friends at Audio Technica. I don't know Liam's last name. Fuck. We're giving you guys some sweet in ears. I love putting things in my ears. That is awesome. Beautiful. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. The Atlas. Which orifice? Whichever you like. Pick your favorite. Cool. Hey, thank oh, you so much awesome. for that, dude. Like, thank you, guys. We are big fans of you guys. We're really excited to see what happens next. Uh, good luck with the rest of Big Sam Week. Thank you very much. I hope your hand gets better. Thank you very much. And I, um, I will pass your apology on to Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Liam. Love you loads. Thank you very much. Thanks, Baker Zeddy. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. That does us here for episode two of the Green Room series at Big Sound 2019. Again, a big thank you to Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley and Audio Technica who have been giving our guests some awesome in-ear headphones. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for episode three. If you want to hear the last episode, head over to themusic.com.au as well as reviews, news, and everything else happening here in Fortitude Valley. We'll see you for the final day of Big Sound 2019 if we're still alive, maybe. <laughs>